Okay. Well, I do want to thank you guys for uh, tuning in to the new podcast. Um, it is called Rebooted, uh, Revisited, and Remastered. Um, what we're going to be talking about is different um, movies, games, TV shows, everything. Basically, from the past to now, when their social, like, their social implementations, I guess, is the best way to put it. Right? Yeah. Like, um, what's changed between then and now? All that good, yeah. sh- all that good shit. The way that they... Not just the way that they talk, but the way that they, like, portray certain things um, from then to now. And how, how, like, just... Not even just the tech aspect is is upgraded and updated um, during these these reboots or remasters or re- vi- and, and just revisiting just old things from film and media in general. Um, Correct. This is episode one. Episode <laughs> tell. one. This is the first this is episode. The... Yeah, because we did like 45 episodes or more, almost 50 episodes of us just talking. Yeah. And, and doing that. We wanted structure and we wanted more, more of a discussion about a certain topic each episode. Um, this episode, we're going to go over something very easy to find and watch, which was Godzilla. Godzilla. Um, we watched three different Godzilla movies. We watched the one. The very first the one. Yep. The one from the fifties. Um, the one from 98. And then we watched the new one from 2014. So we watched three separate movies and each one of them was almost, was either almost two hours or over two hours long. Right. And each one of them was completely different. Yeah. Each and every single one was completely different. Um, in my opinion, or what it's what's known now, is that the first Godzilla movie was basically about just the whole um, social... I, the, the idea of nuclear weapons being used, just in general. Yeah. Because um, it was completely fucking terrifying whenever the U.S. dropped bombs on Japan um, in Nagasaki and Hiroshima. And they had to figure out a way to overcome that fear, I guess is the best way to put it. And they've been big about making movies and films about monsters and portraying nuclear weapons as a monster instead of the, the actual like nation. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. being the monster um, is the way that I perceived it. It's, it's interesting because the pacing of the first movie is completely different from the one from the 98 and the one from 2014. Exactly. Um, what are your thoughts on the first movie? My thoughts on the first movie was, I feel like, even though it was in the 50s, it was, I feel like it was shot better than most of what we were doing back then. If that makes yeah. sense? Yeah. Um, you know, effects definitely did not hold up whatsoever. No. Uh, but as far as, like, the meaning behind the movie, I completely, like, understand it. You know, going from A-bombs and H-bombs to this miraculous weapon that could just eradicate anyone and everyone and how it should not be used and stuff right. like that. And then the military being, you know, forcing their hand to make the scientist use this thing he made. Yeah. So, like, in in the first original Godzilla movie, like you said, I think it's very interesting to see the, the technological advancements over the last, like, three, 
reboots of each each yeah. like franchise, I guess you could say, or of the franchise. So like the first one, you can see that the acting for this movie wasn't super over the top like you would see in a lot of other Japanese movies. Yeah. Um they gave it their all. Um Yeah. Ben joined us from from watching the 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 first two and it was just interesting to see how they they were using it as a a way to heal. Yeah. In a sense. And forcing like you said the scientists to use this weird oxygen bomb um to that can just destroy life anything it um, touches yeah and the way that they played that all out was kind of played out in an homage i think in another godzilla movie that came out more recently like the king of monsters with the remake of the king of monsters yeah so godzilla yeah. king of monsters that name was on a japanese version of it yeah back then um it's interesting to see how they took Japan as this developing nation. Like, parts of it are developing still, and other parts of it at the time were developed yeah. to that point. Um, I thought that was really cool, that we got to see all parts of their nation mm -hmm. in terms of that movie specifically. The effects of the movie are quite dated. Oh yeah. Like you great. stated. Like <laughs> and you can see the wires, you can tell these things are models and toys. Yeah. You can tell it's a man in a suit. Yeah. But they didn't have computers back then to make massive, huge animated versions of what we get in like twenty fourteen. Right. Like even and later, yeah, like with that, and then like you can totally tell like the the missiles from the fighter jets were basically just bottle rockets, yeah, on fucking string, and some of them didn't fly off the plane, yeah, or the model. The the. It's it's just interesting to see the 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 change and the massive change of, just effects alone, right? Because you can see, where. Like, they, they took pride in a lot of the stuff that they did. Um, and it was difficult, I would assume, at the time that they couldn't, they couldn't get a whole bunch of lighting. They couldn't, they couldn't record it any better than what they could with the stuff that they had. Um, because they're not, at this time, I'm sure, in the 50s, they weren't, like, this huge technological boom of a nation. Yeah. That they were, that they were more so still trying to rebuild and remanufacture the way that they felt the way that they were as a nation after world war ii yeah and after all of that and and it's big it's it's a big change it was only what nine years after yeah, that the movie came out and people remember that shit yeah that wound was very very much fresh yeah so it's 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 very interesting to see um how they how they dealt with it they it was it godzilla as a whole as a character i would say yeah as a monster was in this version fucking train out for just yeah yeah that train outside <laughs> but that version of godzilla was just out for destruction yeah it was out for blood you think that it was a like a uh, metaphor for like for america 
I think so. I think it was it was very apparent yeah. that they were using Godzilla specifically as a as as the counterpart of and equating it to like the United States yeah. and the atom bomb yeah. and and nuclear warfare in general. You can use nuclear energy, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're creating nuclear bombs. Exactly. And yeah. with Godzilla specifically, he was he was just out to destroy because he was awoken. He was bothered. <laughs> yeah, he was pissed and, off. And he didn't he didn't want to fucking be bothered anymore. He just wanted to lay dormant and they, they pissed him off. Exactly. But there's there's a lot more to it. I think it's interesting that it changes from that to like the 98 version. Mm. Um, the 98 version was also made fun of by the Japanese filmmakers who made um, the original Godzilla and yeah. that whole franchise and featured it and they called it Zilla. They didn't call it Godzilla. They didn't like yeah. it. It was a giant iguana. Um, then they asexual. fucked it up. Yep. Made it look weird. Yeah. It it, head. I thought it looked cool. Yeah. And then, like, with the 98 version, it was, like, it everything changed about, like, Godzilla's origin, you know, all that shit, what created yeah. it. They shifted blame to the French. <laughs> yeah. They shift the blame to the French, and then they get a weird fucking scientist dude who is looking at nuclear... Radi how nuclear radiation, just radiation in general, affects like living organisms, and he's yeah. working with worms. Yeah. And then, out of nowhere, his project is canceled, and he has to go work for the U.S. military. Mm -hmm. Like he was already working for the military, but they were like, "You're you're done with the worms. You're coming with us." You got re he got reassigned. There yeah. You go. That's the word I'm looking for. And when he got reassigned, they're like, "Okay." He's like, "Okay, I guess," and goes. And then he just miraculously knows everything about my like microbiology and biology in general. Yeah. He just becomes the all-knowing scientist guy. There's always the all-knowing scientist guy in these movies. But it has to happen. I'm not mad about it, really. It's just funny because it, it worked so well in his favor. Yeah. And, of course, it's got the whole, like, jaded, cold politician who doesn't give a shit, only cares about how he's it's viewed by the work. people. Yeah. Which causes a bunch of problems between him and the military, and the military were not believing the smart person, the scientist knows what the fuck he's talking about, and just going, eh, let's make the politician happy. Right. Bomb the fuck out of it, blow it up, and... It's dead, we're gone. Yeah, we don't have to worry about it after it's dead. And then you have to worry about it after it's dead, because it's an asexual reproducing iguana monster. Yeah. That's nuclear. <laughs> that tears up New York. It does. It fucked New York up, and like even the military, I think fucked New York up just as much as Godzilla did. I think more. I think the military were... destroyed it more. Yeah, they were blowing up buildings, shooting up their own people, <laughs> shooting so directly at their allies. It's crazy. It's it's a it's a trip of, of a movie. the The CG doesn't hold up too well. No, not really. And it's just this whole, just destructive monster movie. Like, there's no yeah. overlying message behind the movie anymore. 
no it, it doesn't have the same i think effect as it did with the last one i think it was just more of a let's see how far we can push our computers to make this thing yeah it's redesigned and piss off a lot of people that are hardcore fans of this for the last like 40 years 30 yeah. years and i remember at the time watching the movie it looked fantastic yeah because at the time we didn't know any better we didn't our eyes had not adjusted to the new stuff it's just funny watching it in 4k and then seeing the monster not in 4k yeah did you notice that so like it looked like they like just like just imposed the monster on top of the image like they didn't bother trying to render him any 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 better right and it just it looked funny um there was a lot of backstabbing and then he, the the scientist guy who's played by who um Matthew Broderick there you go um his love interest that wasn't his love interest he doesn't give a shit and then he gives a shit at the end and then he she betrays him like that whole second story yeah is so fucking overdone and yeah there's always got to be a romantic thing in all the movies ever and in general, and it just doesn't make sense why it's always going. Because I guess romance and like love is the is something that everybody wants and needs. And right. But if I'm watching and, a giant think, goddamn monster destroy New York, I don't give a shit about who's falling in love right. with who. Exactly. Stealing the stealing the fucking and it's all about views for the news too. Yeah. Like all of those people didn't give a shit that like the city was being destroyed. Nope. They just wanted what, the ratings. They wanted the ratings. They wanted to go out and get the best shot. And even the cameraman was like, I'm going to go get this because this is going to make me look good. Yeah, put himself in danger. Right. And it's only going to make that one person look good. I think the only person was like not super selfish was the was the scientist. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. He was just just like, guys, she's pregnant. We need to go find the nest. No, okay, I guess I'll just leave. Right, they didn't believe him. And then the French guy's like, taking over the taxi. We believe you. And fucking kidnaps him. He's like, you can't do this. The whole other subplot where, like, all the French things in America were shit. Yeah. This is coffee. That that fucking joke. Where's the coffee? It's French roast. It says it right here. It says French roast. No croissant? No, sir. (laughs) eats the donut like it's fucking poisonous which is but funny I think that's that's that it's funny because they're they don't hate americans at least they, i don't believe that they hate americans but it's just really cool that that movie specifically it had no like like you said it had no like meaning behind it yeah there was and no it was it wasn't really story driven it was just more like technology and destruction and like all the action scenes felt nostalgic yeah they felt like 90s action movies where shit can go crazy and like no one questioned anything and it wasn't really bound in uh in a lick of realism in my opinion right and i thought that was really cool about movies from back then at least at least from then um, and the same for the for the 50s version of Godzilla, where we can sit there and watch it and go, the music sets the tone, 
the feeling of the acting sets the tone. Yeah. You can get behind it. You can get immersed and you can watch it and watch this thing for almost two hours and not realize that for the movie with the pacing from the 50s, it's a two almost a two hour movie. Yeah. And like with the one from 98, you are an hour and a half in and then the climax hits and it's just a fucking roller coaster of crazy shit that happens for 30 minutes and then it's the end of the movie. Yeah. And and I like I like the aspect that aspect for both of them because it gives you the ability to just kind of disconnect from the real world and then come back and mm-hmm. go what the fuck just happened. Yeah, exactly. And like it was like to me for the for those two I would have to say like the 50s version is better than the 98 version like story wise and all that stuff effects wise it'll go to the new one because technology and shit but as far as a better movie i would say the 50s was a better movie yeah i would have to say the same thing i would say for like story and writing they did what they did with what they had yeah and i give them a lot of a lot of props the lighting was a little bit shit but you can't help it because you have cameras that were built in the 50s doing right everything they didn't have a lot of super high-end shit so or it wasn't even invented yet yeah and like another um, thing that bothered me about the 98 version is like nobody reacted to the gravity of the situation right until like smash yeah until smash and like nobody show like nobody showed realistic like fear or like they were processing the situation correctly it was like right. oh we just this is just a thing that happens yeah like they've seen it before because they live in New York. And I think, I don't know, it was weird because like that whole idea of New York just being a bunch of pricks, like really what shines with that specific fact that you pointed out of nobody reacting to any kind of fucking turmoil. Yeah. And it just happening until something gets smashed and then they're like, fuck, we got to run. Now it's time to run. Now we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Like that type of thing. It really, like, dug into that whole, like, stereotype of, like, New Yorkers can't be bothered. Right. There's like, eh. They always have somewhere to go, and they don't care what happens. Yeah. Like, the world revolves around New York and, like, L.A. and, like, those two places only. Yeah. And it's it's very apparent because, like, even with the political shit where the mayor was running – the a mayor of a city was being treated like – a fucking presidential candidate. Yeah. Like, people were out there with signs voting for their mayor, getting all, like, crazy about it, and it it looked crazy to me because I don't ever remember any, like, mayor or mayoral fucking election ever getting that patriotic right. or that nationalistic, and it got a little weird, and... Why would he make all the decisions for the city of New York whenever, like, on a governmental level, the governor – I said this while we are watching. Yeah. The governor would be, like, the one person who'd be like, uh, y'all need to fuck off. I need to yeah. figure out what we need to do because the biggest city in my state just got fucking wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> and even, like, with that, like, the governor would have would have been involved much sooner. But even then, like, the president would have gotten involved. Right. Because that's billions of dollars worth of damage. And it's a giant monster. <laughs> How you evic- Granted, you evicted, not evicted, evacuated, like, 
millions of people, they went over the bridge, they got to Jersey, and, like, Jersey was never going to be touched. Right? They even said that, like, they even said that in the movie. You're going to go fucking... Yeah, like, they even referenced that in the movie, like, yeah, Jersey's going to be safe. And it's like, I don't get it. And, yeah, and uh, they didn't even, like, evacuate the whole city. I think in the movie they said they only evacuated, like, two or three full blocks people. It's just crazy as shit. And, like, that that wouldn't work at all, realistically. Nah. Like, a lot of people would have been just dead. Yeah, and a lot of people probably were dead because it ran literally through fucking skyscrapers. Yeah. And, like, you saw the whole of the... And it was cartoony. I yeah. think that was another reason why kids, I think, liked it more so than adults. Yeah. And, like, they gave, they gave, they gave him a little bit more intelligence, I would think, because with the whole... Cause it, cause like it realized that it could that the jets couldn't lock onto him, so it like right. it laid a trap and it hid, and then it mm-hmm. popped up and ate a fucking jet because it was looking the wrong way. And it's just yeah, that's that's some cool shit. It it was it was using its like predatorial shit like in its mind. Yeah, and they they dabbled a little bit about like it has this ability to use new like radioactivity to to negate all of the missiles that were shooting at it that it can't track yeah that it was yeah it was fucking with the aiming systems so because it was cold blooded they couldn't use heat seeking and it also on top of the and then yeah and just crazy as shit yeah that movie was just a roller coaster of just action it's just bonkers because like all of that is just people were saying nonsense during the whole entire movie, yeah. um, bomb the fucking Grand Central. The what was it called? The uh, Madison, Madison Square Garden. Garden. Because fucking, it laid eggs over here, and then they're like, "Oh my god, he was yeah. right about the eggs at the end." And yeah, the fucking cameraman street. seeing the fucking scoreboard. All right, now I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Sports and shit, and then and, and when they break into the shower, and he's like, "Oh my god, this is where the Knicks like shower and stuff." Yeah, this is where they get undressed and dressed, and it's pretty cool. It was it was just a fun, just watch, go crazy, have insane, just action all the time, with a subplot of romance, lots of destruction, a lot of major practical effects, I would say, which was cool when they blew up, like, cars and shit. Because back then they had to, to make it look real. Yeah. And now they can make it kind of look real with a computer. Um. Yeah, just the last scene where the egg, the last egg fucking survives and hatches, and it's this weird blue color. Yeah, eye opens up all that shit. Yeah. And that signifies that there is supposed to be a sequel. I'm assuming because they killed the fuck out of the mom dad yeah. thing. They killed the fuck out of it, and then, yeah, it was, like, setting up a sequel, but nobody really wanted a sequel, so they just did the fucking animated show. Yeah, they did the cartoon, and the cartoon was apparently really good. It got, like, I think a few seasons? I really don't know. But it was just weird watching that one and then, like, comparing it to the original. But then if we go and shift to the third movie that we watched... Right. Which is, in my opinion, 
the coolest. Yeah. First of all, um, the second worst story out of all of them. Personally. Yeah. Roughly, and but then, I like how they basically did like an American continuation from the Japanese ones. Yeah. Where they kind of kept the same design and like it was documented in the opening credits that like they knew Godzilla existed. Like they knew he was around. Yeah. Just what was going to awake it. Yeah. Awake him. Yeah, because it was like pictures yeah. from the from the 50s of him swimming through the ocean. And like being found and I like how they touch on it and, and, and Godzilla is not necessarily the product of of anything nuclear. Mm-hmm. Except for it was just a of, Yeah, like in the early stages of Earth, these creatures lived on a planet that was way more radioactive than what we have now. So they lay dormant mm-hmm. until they are awoken by either another monster or fucking heavy nuclear activity. Yeah, which probably yeah, which yeah. was what what woke up Godzilla was probably the nukes in Japan. Right, and nuclear weaponry whenever the cold war happened and it woke up in the 80s yeah that was one of the things that they were like we had to prevent it we didn't really do anything he didn't see us as a threat because it was between like it was just us it was people yeah the americans thought it was against the the russians and the russians thought it was against the it was it was something from the americans and vice versa and that was really interesting they played on that yeah but they made him fucking massive they did. He was they made fucking huge. huge. And, like, um, watching how, like, huge he was, but also how delicate he was when he wasn't fighting right. to avoid hurting any human. Yeah. Like, he knew. And that's the big difference between the first two movies that we watched and the last movie is that, like, Godzilla goes from destructive monster for pain, blood, and fucking just destruction yeah to like the protector of the people yeah like these are these are my toys you don't get to touch my toys right and it was really cool to see it i think it was one of the weaker stories and the reason i say that in terms of this complete reboot is because it was more so of just trying to prove somebody wrong yeah and like that was cool because he had a redemption. Like he had the short the the father Brian. Uh, what is it, Brian Cranston? Yeah, Brian Cranston. He didn't. He wasn't in it very long, and the whole marketing no. was designed around him. Yeah, and he was. He had the like quickest redemption arc that I've ever seen in a movie, where he's like, "They don't believe me," and then he tells his wife to. They're in the nuclear plant, and something happens, and he feels like it's weird because it's happening to like regularly. And then that's signifying that something is alive and you get this whole thought process that it's going to be Godzilla because the name of the movie is Godzilla. And then it's another creature that's just trying to fucking fucking lay eggs, (laughs) give birth to children. And because of that awakening, Godzilla has to come back to defeat them. Yeah. Put them to rest. And then go back to sleep. And I'm going the fuck back to sleep. I'm fucked up. Yep. And the fight scene, I thought everything looked cool. Like, everything looked well enough to be this major blockbuster. Yeah. But I feel like it lacked 
story. And I think now in today's decade, or in, in at least the last 10 years, I could say, confidently, people are more looking for a connection on screen. Yeah. So they do everything that they can to make it this human experience. Mm. And why do the humans have to be involved? And why can't we just have a fucking another two hour movie of just Godzilla wrecking shit all the goddamn time? Right. Because now people wouldn't want to watch that. I don't think. Yeah. Which makes sense. It being about a family, you get more of an attachment as a human to other humans and because you can relate to that stuff and with Godzilla being more for the humans and, and against the monsters and being like the protector, Mm -hmm. I think that puts a nice spin on it. And that's why like the Japanese filmmakers haven't seen it as a very disrespectful way because political government or governments have put their differences aside over the years and decades yeah and been like okay so you guys view this more as a as a protector for the humans instead of being the thing that we that we had created it as to be a protest to what had been done in the past right because that's possibly never going to happen again right which is what like the japanese movies eventually evolved into when they started right. doing like all the versus movies and shit like that, because he was protecting all of the all of the humans and all the people, and he knew what he had to do. Right. And he did it correctly. And then again, even, and then given in, in this movie, it's it's uh, the military ignoring the scientist again. Yeah. The scientist like telling them over and over again, like Godzilla is not our enemy. Right. He's here to help, and they're like, "Fuck it, it's big, shoot it." And then it takes all of the fucking, like, billions of dollars of shit that they used to try to kill it to finally turn to the scientist and go, so what do we do? It's back. Those are here. What do you suggest we do? And he just says, let them fight. Yeah. There's nothing that we could do. As you can tell, your weapons don't do shit. Right. And he was getting fucked up by those two things. Yeah. And he was getting jumped. Homie was getting stomped out. And and that shit's crazy, because he was getting fucked up. And I don't know. Like, I think that's one of those one of those really, like, sad moments in the movie. Because you realize that he's doing this to protect the, the other living things, like, on the planet from... Like, ocean dwellers to fucking humans. Yeah. And to, like, everything. Right? Mm. And shit's just, it, it got real, like, it, like you felt bad for the monster. Granted, the human was, the, the one soldier, what's his name, Ford, we just watched it today. But, like, you watch Ford and he goes, those are eggs. Putting two, two together, I'm going to burn the shit out of all these motherfuckers. Right? I'm going to light this shit up. And then, like, Mama Creature runs over and starts crying, and you're like, God damn, that sucks. And then Godzilla fucking kills her. Yeah. <laughs> and then fights a homie, and then just fucking shoots his fucking laser breath down his throat. Yep. After the first attack towards it was 
like biting it off of him because he was getting stabbed. Yeah. Nail had the piercers on the on the like mandibles, not on the wing. Like he didn't have wings, so no, the male had wings. The female didn't. I thought it was the other way around. No, no, no. Because when they said this one doesn't have wings, like is it another, is it another sex? And that's when he was like female. Yeah, yeah, it's like okay, female. But just fucking piercing his chest, his back, his his all his shit. And then just seeing the glow. Weakest part about him, though, is I'll let you have the... Uh, how do you feel about the roar? Is the goddamn roar in this one, man. It was so shit. It sounded like... Like, you've, you've seen you've seen Grown Ups, right? Yeah. Remember the dog? Yeah. That's what it sounded like. It sounded like he they snipped Godzilla's vocal cords. <laughs> and he was still trying to scream. And he was like... Aah! And it just sounded like I... ass. I thought his scream or his his roar sounded like nails on a chalkboard. That too. And it I was, was just... like, mm-hmm. at first when I watched, it, I was like, okay. It's the equivalent to seeing like a super fucking just big buff bulked out dude, and then him having like a super squeaky voice. Yeah. And you're like, like I I'm, can't. I'm, I'm not scared of you anymore. <laughs> I'm just really glad that he doesn't sound like that. In King of Monsters. Yeah, because I think that was a big complaint, and they were like, okay, we'll fix it. The the two biggest complaints I think they had about it was that there was not enough Godzilla, and it felt like, and, and the roar, and that's pretty much it. And Do like the roar. The, act, the, the, like, <laughs> the fucking whole, like, the family is the main character of this whole movie. That's the human element. Yeah, and it's like, I want to watch Godzilla be the human element because yeah. when he looks at the when he looks at the people after he wakes up from his fucking almost death nap. <laughs> yeah. He wakes up and he looks at them and it it was like almost like he wanted a nod but he didn't. He yeah. roared and he fucking went back into the ocean and he left. To applause. Long, to to go yeah. People were cheering. Fucking, they're like, yeah. He's, is he, the, and then the fucking king of monsters, is he the savior of our city? And it's like, you have fucking billions of dollars worth of shit to fix. Fuck off with Godzilla for a second. <laughs> right. Let's focus on the, on the destructed, the destroyed cities. And let's build this shit back up. And do that first. And I, it's just crazy shit. How well they made it. They made him look. Like, really fucking cool. Yeah, made him look mean as fuck. And then, when you hear that charge up of his fucking beam, it just, it's like a song. Yeah. And boom, 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 boom. Like a fucking, I don't know how to explain it, but it just sounds like it is. Like, nuclear energy just fucking beaming up. Just Just starting all the cylinders getting ready to go. Yeah, and it sounds really cool, and in this one, it's a little bit different because he fucking, like, doesn't tear it in half. Yeah. So, he just fucking Open. spits down his throat. Yep. Fucking explodes, explodes is it. So, yeah. Rips its head off and just tosses it. He's like, fuck you. Be oh, gone dude. from my realm. Got notifications over here popping off on my phone 
Something's causing beeping in my headphones that sounded weird. You're you're beeping in your headphones. Sometimes. But I uh I think How long have we been going? Uh we're hitting about 30 minutes. Okay. Final final thoughts on any of the three movies? Uh story-wise, uh the best one was the original. Um effects and entertainment-wise, I'd have to give it to the newest one. 2014? Yeah. Yeah. I would have to agree. Um I would say I would give the original story like a fucking 9 out of 10. Right. Or an 8 out of 10 for the writing. Um, effects would probably, for now, at this moment, in this day and age, I'd give it like a 4. 4 or 5 out of 10. And then, like, for the for the acting, pretty damn good acting. Yeah. Like, you didn't really need to read the, the fucking subtitles to, to really know what was going on. Yeah, to really know what's going on. And that was the only, I think, bad part is that sometimes they do they do talk about what's happening more so than showing what's happening. But with... Um, they gotta with save that budget, bro. <laughs> they did. They, it, was good, it was a good balance of both because if you watch it, you're reading it, and you're going, oh, okay, cool, that's what they're gonna do next? Awesome. And then shit fucking pops off. It's really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, acting would probably get like a nine out of ten, out of all of it. Yeah. For the '98 version, for me personally, entertainment factor was like a seven because of like how fucking crazy it is and how just unattached from reality. Yeah. It it truly is like. At least for now, because in the '90s it was probably a little bit different. We were a lot more disconnected mm-hmm. from like people. We only had our groups. Acting was all right. I give it a nine. Um, writing was like a two. <laughs> right. Like on it, um, two or a three, and then for the most recent one, I would have to say that it is like story wise. Like a four, mm-hmm. but entertainment factor like a ten, nine or nine or a ten, and graphics and like effects and all of that I would say would get like a fucking ten. Right. Personally, it looked good. It felt fun to watch, fun enough to watch, and then make another one or continue that universe. Yeah. So I'm really excited to see what the universe is going to happen. Exactly. Because we because we already know they made King of Monsters. They're gonna they're gonna release kong versus godzilla yep and skull island was part of that whole lore yeah and And i think with skull island they did a little bit better in the storytelling aspect they did that's something that i would agree with um with skull island i think it's really cool that they barely touched on the fact that king kong at that age in the 70s was still a child yeah they kind of just said it once, and then, like, I remember all of us were like, what the fuck? He's a kid. He's fucking and, huge. And that means he's just gonna get bigger. And that's just the coolest fucking thing. You saw the skeletons. He fucking was dwarfed by the skeletons of his parents. Yeah. From the island, because he's the last known of his fucking people, of his kind. Yep. Because those goddamn really skull lizard shit things. 
Yeah. Which is really sad. And then he has a fucking human attachment. Yeah. Like an attachment to humans. So like that's gonna be cool to see the brawl between Godzilla and King Kong. See two big head to head monsters. One is like I, I believe King Kong's like an American monster. Mm-hmm. And Godzilla's the Japanese monster. Yeah. And it'll be that like versus that everyone has wanted to see for years, for decades. And that'll be fun to see. Yeah. See, but then what's going to happen is, like, Kong's going to be winning, and then Godzilla's going to look up at him and say Martha, and then they're going to team then, then, then they're gonna team up. This isn't Batman versus Superman. <laughs> but I what's the name of the fucking, that, that organization? That Monarch. All these mon- Monarch. He's going to look up at fucking King Kong and just be like, fuck you, and, and whisper it to him. And he'll stop, and then they'll they'll team up, and then they'll fight whatever the fuck else is out there. I'm I'm heavily like influenced by watching the last watching that movie, King Mo- King of Monsters, that it's going to be a Mecha Kidora. Yeah, I think so too. Think they're going to do a Mecha Kidora, or they're going to try to clone it, and it's going to be fucking retarded. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to fuck up some shit. But still, I just hope we but, get we get a scene where Kong takes two of its heads and just claps them together. Me too. I just want to see them fight against a common evil, and I'm curious to know what that common evil is. Right. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I hope movie theaters by the time it comes out are gonna be at least active enough for us to be able to go, for a lot of us to go. But movies are getting really crazy and interesting because now we're able to do a lot of shit. That we couldn't do years ago out of the comfort of our own home. And I think that's really cool. Yeah. I think that's really cool. But watch all three of the films. Watch all of the fucking monster movies. Enjoy detaching from a reality. Brian Cranston was only in the, the most recent Godzilla movie for like a total of like 10 minutes. Yeah, and the movie's two hours and five minutes long, so that gives you a little bit of perspective of why people were like, he was heavily advertised for this. Yeah, <laughs> and he wasn't in it. He was the marketing aspect. It makes sense. It was funny. And then just Godzilla being fucking huge. Yeah, so big. Like that's the thing that blew my mind the most about it was that you could see that he was super gigantic. And he towered over fucking towers. Yeah. Like, his leg was big enough to take up a whole... His leg was like a block. And I thought that was really cool. I thought it was just really cool that they stuck with the old design and they went, fuck it, and made him... They just went... How big can we make this dude? Right. They went command... 100% to 150, 200, 300, 400. We're going to make him huge. And they just press the plus button until it's big enough for them to go, fuck it. Exactly, dude. And I feel like they tried to do the same thing with the 98 version. Because they had him standing in the footprint and they made the footprint super huge. Yeah. But when they got, like, up close to it, he was relatively, like, small. Yeah. Because he ran through skyscrapers and shit. Yeah, he didn't tower over anything. And, like, Godzilla is knocking skyscrapers down and he's only like fucking 10 floors shorter than some of the skyscrapers. Mm -hmm. So 
from from I guess I guess overall favorite would be the most recent one. Out of all three that we've watched, I got you. Revisiting them, I think the political aspect of the first one stays up. They did a really good job talking about like political affairs in it and how it's something that they need to discuss and how that's part of the human like that's literally part of the human experience if this shit actually happened like governments in the un and everybody would have to come together and try to work together to get this common thing to not kill everybody right they didn't touch at all on that they was just america let's go boom let's go blow shit up let's kill it and eat it kill and eat america that's that that was a it was literally just like america America. Let's just blow shit up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think there's any other any other stuff that we can really talk about for these. Do you no. have any final words for them? They're all they were all good in their own aspect. Like I said, I think the worst one out of all of them was the '98 one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they were all pretty good. I had no real major complaints about the trilogy of things. Yeah, I had fun watching them. Same. I had fun watching all three of them. I, I would say that. Couldn't watch all three of them in one sitting. Like, we tried. Nope, we watched two and you were done. Yeah, I was like, I can't. My ADD gets too fucking antsy. And what, are we, just... what, are we, what are we doing next? It's a good question. Tune in next time to see what we decide. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll upload it to our Instagram. Um, we'll upload... Well, not the fucking podcast, obviously, but the... Ad, the the next thing that we're going to talk about. Yeah. This one is episode one of Rebooted, Remastered, and Revisited. Did you just look at your phone to remember what it was? Yeah. <laughs> I saw that look and I was like, uh, John. I was looking at it because I had it pulled up still. Re, What did I say at the beginning? We'll see at the beginning what I said, but it's it's actually called Rebooted, Revisited, Remastered. Which you'll see in the description of this on YouTube. Yep. It'll be on our YouTube for Twisted Glass. Um, the audio will be uploaded to podcast locations <laughs> as a new name. Yep. Um, we'll be smoother with this one because this one's going to be more distinct and more straightforward about what we're going to talk about in the last about 45 minutes to maybe at most an hour. Yeah. This is the rough cool. cut. This is going to be episode one. That's it. That's it. We're done. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. All right, check man. out all our socials. Yeah. And uh, just hail Satan, guys. Deuces. <laughs>